Girls' Night Out, a sci-fi romance in six episodes. Episode 1, The Awakening. tell you everything I know, Clementine, but I'm still trying to figure some of it out. When did it all start? I think it was that night in 1979, remember? We had just finished playing that gig at the Royal. It was our last night of freedom before going back to school. You, me, and Lane, and Fanboy. Penn wasn't there because she had that new guy. We were partying on the big rock, had a bottle of Southern Comfort, a bag of weed, and a boombox. The moon was so full that night. It was beautiful. Oh, I love this song. Come on, dance with me. I, um, I don't know how. Just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those two. They are definitely from different planets. Here's to intergalactic love. Look at those weird lights. They're planes, right? Planes don't move like that. Hey, Grace, look! Those lights, there were three of them. They came slowly towards us in a perfect line until they were right overhead as high as the tops of the trees. Holy shit, man! Are those UFOs? Whoa! We all started rising up off the ground towards the lights. Everyone except Fanboy. He had his hand up like a conductor in an orchestra. I looked down at him. He was calm and smiling. Don't be afraid, Gracie. I love you. When we woke up, the sun was coming up. Oh man, I was stiff and cold and covered in dew. You and Lane were next to me. Oh, oh man. Oh. What the hell happened? I don't... Did we pass out? Where's Fanboy? 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 He was just gone. I never saw him again. It's been 40 years since that night, and I still dream about him. I'm on the cliff, looking down onto the jagged rocks below, and I call out, Fanboy! You're having that dream again, Grace. Now, when I wake up, I'm Dr. Grace Rowland. I'm 59, married to Mike. We have a daughter, Kaylee, and a son, Griffin. I'm chief scientist at Feelright, a biotech company. Well, we've all changed, right? The year's 2019, and today's a big day. I have to look my best, so I shower, I dress, I look in the mirror. Where the hell have my eyebrows gone? 
<laughs> That's the way it is at our age. Things start disappearing. My eyebrows, my svelte figure, and other things that I'm not going to go into. This morning, I decide to try something new. Power brows. I pull up a YouTube tutorial on my tablet. Hey girls, if you want to show confidence, say it with your brows. The look this season is big. Big is beautiful. Big is powerful. Don't hold back. Go big. All right, here goes. Put on my power brows and a power suit. Now all I need is a power breakfast. Good morning, beautiful family. Big meeting today. Mom, what's going on with your eyebrows? Oh, they're my power brows. What do you think? It looks like you drew them on with a felt pen. Too much, Mike. Huh? Uh, you look fine. <laughs> that wasn't the endorsement I was hoping for. My 17-year-old daughter can slay me with a look or a remark. No matter. I love her. After removing my power brows and taking off a layer of skin in the process, I head to work. I'm on the bus. It's morning, rush hour, so no seats, of course. I'm standing in the aisle, daydreaming, when a good-looking man with dashing salt-and-pepper hair taps me on the shoulder. Ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. Hmm? Would you like this seat? What? Do I look like I can't stand up? Uh, I'm so sorry. I just thought that... <sighs> Everyone's looking at me as if I'm demented or dangerous. Fortunately, it was my stop. Great! People are starting to offer me the senior seats on the bus. The day was not off to a terrific start. Only coffee from my favorite coffee shop would soothe me. I waited patiently in the line, and it was finally my turn to order. Well, what do you have? I'll have a double-shot latte with almond milk. Uh, hello? I think I'm next. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. I didn't see you there. What can I get you? Regular latte, please. I stood off to the side waiting for my coffee, a bit peeved about being ignored, to be honest. A hot flush started rippling up my neck. I pulled on my collar to let the steam out. Hey, I'm sorry I jumped in front of you. It's okay. It's not your fault. I'm invisible. Regular latte? I had my coffee, and I was headed to work. Up ahead was a young woman camped out on the sidewalk. Know your future. One card, one dollar. She had three milk crates, two as seats, and one as a little table. She was calling out to people passing by. Know your future. One card, one dollar. Then this guy on the skateboard... <gasps> I'm sorry. I didn't see you. You know, you have to share the sidewalk, right? Can I, uh... Can I get you another coffee, or...? It's okay, forget it. That's a good idea, Skater. Go get her a coffee. She's having a... Was a latte. Sit here for a moment, my friend. Welcome to my salon. I'm Destiny. I'm Grace. I'm gonna have to start wearing high-vis gear. No one seems to be seeing me today. Maybe invisibility is your superpower. For a superpower, it doesn't seem very... Powerful. Let me read your tarot. One card, one dollar. Ah, oh, thanks. But I don't believe that stuff. I'm a scientist. Shouldn't a scientist have an open mind? <laughs> okay, Destiny. My mind is open. Please, 
Have a seat. Okay. Shuffle the deck and think about a question. That's a nasty cough. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> Cut it. Good. Now hand it to me. Here we go. One card. Well? It's the tower. What does that mean? Is it bad? Sudden upheaval. A change. An awakening. An awakening is good, right? Destiny, it's none of my business, but you should have that cough looked at. My company runs a free health clinic over there in the park. See that truck parked next to the fountain? I've heard bad things about that truck. Women who go there disappear. (laughs) You're joking, right? They do flu shots and breast screens. It's free. (laughs) What's not to like about that? Here's your coffee. I'm really sorry. No problem, thanks. What do I owe you for the tarot reading? It's on the house. Hey, have a visible day. (laughs) I entered my building, and there was Dr. Anita Chung waiting for me. To be honest, she looked a bit strung out. Anita, hi. Sorry to just show up like this, Grace. I needed to talk to you. Let's stand over here. How are you? I was really sorry to hear that you left feel right. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Is the board meeting still today? Yes, it is. In about 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I know the timing is is not great, but I have to give you this. The Fountain of Youth research? I already have this. Not this version you don't. Anita, are you okay? Grace... (laughs) I didn't quit. I was forced out, and I think... Do you know that guy over there? Sure, that's Andrew Elroy, Chief Security Officer. Please, Grace, read it before you go into the meeting. I'll read it, okay? Hey, call me. By the time I got to the board meeting, I had skimmed the report. I understood now why Anita was so jumpy. Our new anti-aging treatment, Fountain of Youth, had serious side effects, and someone had gone to great lengths to hide it from me and everyone else. Our CEO, Daphne Mallard, saw me come into the boardroom. She made a beeline for me. Everyone's here. Are you ready, Grace? Great. Can we all take our seats? We all want to live forever, but no one wants to get old. Feel Right has hacked aging with our new treatment, Fountain of Youth. I'll leave the science to our chief scientist, Dr. Grace Rowland. Grace? Thank you, Daphne. 
What is Fountain of Youth? Stem cells. We've developed a regimen of stem cell transfusions that reverses aging. Sagging skin, loss of bone density, wasting of muscle, even cognitive decline are things of the past. I thought stem cell extraction was difficult and expensive. Yes, quite difficult. Finding matching donors is a challenge, but FeelRight has developed a streamlined process. What was I saying? There I was, towing the company line and saying how great Fountain of Youth was. I looked in at the report Anita had given me. That's what we should be talking about. We've developed a stabilizer to increase the likelihood that uh, the transfusion is, well, to decrease rejection. Should I tell them about the side effects? We were about to launch Fountain of Youth globally. If not now, then when? Daphne gave me a sideways look. She could tell something was up. And it works. Our animal and clinical trials prove that. Grace's research team has done an incredible job. A summary of the trial results is in your handouts. It was at that moment that my body decided to have a full-blown hot flash. Never had a hot flash? Well, let me tell you. Take the hottest of your life, like that day in Las Vegas when the tour bus broke down and you had to walk to the hotel, dragging a suitcase with one of the spinner wheels stuck? That hot. Except it's on the inside. And add that to projectile perspiration. And that leads us to our marketing and sales plan. Norman? Thanks, Grace. A premium product like Fountain of Youth needs a premium sales strategy. And we have one. If I may, Norman, I have one concern. The stabilizers can uh, potentially cause behavioral changes. (laughs) You're telling us this now? It's just come to my attention. What's this about stabilizers, Grace? I'd rather not say anything more about the stabilizers until I have a better look at the clinical results. This is absurd. Are you telling us that you haven't looked at the results yet? Your department produces the results. (laughs) We've all seen them. We can't delay a multi-million dollar global campaign because you haven't read the results. Norman is right, Grace. Unless you have a specific concern backed up by evidence, the launch goes ahead. I can't believe I'm lecturing the chief scientist on the importance of evidence. (laughs) I recommend that we delay the launch until I can evaluate these recent findings. I left the meeting that day. Everyone in the office treated me like a leper. I hid out in my office and carefully reread Anita's report. I decided to call Dr. Gregory Pendergast. Greg was Anita's boss. That is, he had been until Anita was let go. Dr. Pendergast speaking. Hi, Greg. It's Grace. I saw Anita this morning. Crazy Anita? Dr. Anita Chung, yes. Sorry. I know she was your protege. Anything you want to tell me, Greg? You mean the side effect thing? Look, Grace, Anita went really loopy towards the end. She had to go. So you're saying that there are no side effects? No behavioral changes for the women in the clinical trial. Absolutely none. I heard you brought it up at the board meeting today. 
I wish you had talked with me first. Okay, Greg, let's talk later. Had I overreacted? Could Anita possibly be crazy? Anita, hi. Yeah, the shit's really hit the fan here. I'm officially persona non grata. Are they delaying the launch? No. <sighs> I thought that might happen. I'll get you more evidence. Something quite compelling. Anita, what do you mean? When I first noticed the side effects in the rats, I wanted to see whether the women on trial who were taking Fountain of Youth had side effects too. But first, I had to convince Dr. Pendergast. Dr. Pendergast, the test rats are not grooming. Not grooming? Oh no! You know how important grooming is in rat society. It is much like empathy in humans. So you say, you're the rat expert. Should we give them little pedicures? <laughs> Dr. Pendergast, the rats are one thing, but if the women on our trial are losing empathy, that would be a serious side effect. Do these rich, youth-obsessed women have any empathy to lose? <laughs> Alright, Chung. What do you want to do? Let me run a basic empathy test on the women. See if there are any red flags. I made video recordings of those interviews. Tell me where they are. I'll get them. Pendergast would have wiped all their results by now. But you know me. I always back everything up. I made a copy on a hard drive. I left it in the animal testing lab. In a safe place. It should be there. Well, how are you going to get it? Best you don't know. Thank you, Grace, for listening to me. For trusting me. It means a lot. Okay. Look out for it, Grace. I'll send it to you tonight. Anita, don't... She hung up. I've been dreading it, but now I went to talk with Daphne. She was out of the board meeting and in her office. I was sure she wouldn't want to launch a product that might be harmful. As I approached Daphne's office, I saw she was with Andrew Elroy. Andrew had his laptop open on Daphne's desk. They were both looking at the screen and didn't notice me standing in the doorway. I took these this morning in the lobby. You can see right here that she's given something to Grace. Who is this? It's a former Feelright employee, uh, Anita. Uh... Chung. Dr. Anita Chung. They both looked up at me, guilty as hell. Andrew, give us a minute, please. Stay close. Daphne, I'm sorry about today's meeting, but I didn't get the full report until this morning. I'm not sure why. The good news is we haven't harmed anyone yet. Don't sit down, Grace. The launch goes ahead. Daphne, the side effects. Everything has side effects, even mother's milk. I've been using Fountain of Youth for months. Look at me. I've never felt more alive. You... you're on the trial? If you try to cast doubt over Fountain of Youth or delay this launch, I'll crush you. You won't even be able to get a job teaching high school science. Daphne, feel right has a duty of care you to know, our... everyone told me I shouldn't hire you, but I believe in giving older people a chance. I believe in diversity. Diversity? Grace, you were unprepared for the board meeting today and frankly unprofessional. I'm concerned that you are not up to the demands of your role. How old are you? 
I'm 58. I'm only five years older than you. I'm suspending you, pending a cognitive assessment. Go home today, Grace. Get some rest. Andrew will see you out. Andrew appeared behind me. Daphne strolled to the window and looked out with a peaceful expression, like she was watching a parade down below. Andrew held my arm lightly and started to guide me out. Uh, you'll want to get your handbag, Dr. Roland. Andrew frog-marched me out of the office, down the elevator, and into the courtyard outside the building. I looked over, and there was Destiny in her usual place doing her tarot gig. She looked at me and waved. I didn't wave back. Andrew stopped in the center of the courtyard. Dr. Roland, I'm going to have to ask you for your building access card. You're taking my pass? I went to get my pass, but Andrew was still holding my arm. The idiot. I was suddenly filled with rage at the injustice of it all. I bunched up my fist. Let go of me! A garbage bin in the courtyard about 50 feet away exploded in flames. How did that happen? I looked down at my fist. Andrew looked at my fist too. We have an explosion in the courtyard. Secure the building. Andrew took off running like an action hero towards the feel-right building. I looked over at Destiny and shrugged. That tarot card had been right. Upheaval, change, and awakening. What I didn't know yet was that Lane was having an awakening of her own. Want to know what happens next? You can always binge listen to Girls' Night Out. Stay tuned, and the next episode will be up shortly. Bringing the story to life are our wonderful voice actors. That's Nancy Zelno as Grace and Gracie, Jen Lyles as Young Lane, Matthew Moore as Fanboy, Rachel Tully is Dr. Anita Chung, Viv Jones is Daphne, Mimi Collins is Destiny, Dan Egan is Norman Fielding, Joe Demansky is Dr. Pendergast, Caitlin Stewart is Kali, Rich Green is Mike. Wendy Page is Clementine. Additional roles were done by Ryan Wiley, Matthew Moore, Mary Labrie, Dan Egan, and Paul Watton. Girls' Night Out was written and directed by me, Mary Labrie, and produced by women of a certain age. Our poster art is by Kelly Ulrich. Our podcast artist is Dan Egan. Original music, We Are Alive, is composed and produced by Dan Egan. Thank you for listening. If you love the show, give us a review on your favorite podcast platform and share us to your friends and fam. For all the episodes and the behind-the-scenes stuff, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Our handle is at Girls Night Out Universe. You can find all the links you need for this show in the show notes for this podcast. Or you can go to our link tree, which is linktree forward slash Girls Night Out Podcast. You can also hear Girls' Night Out in sunny California on KPPQ 104.1 FM. Thank you once again for joining us in this reality vector.